0: And the next outfit in this edition of Top of the Pops is the rock band with a difference, the Electric Light
1: Orchestra. This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 167, Mama, take one.
0: From the country With a smile for everyone She left a blue horizon Just to find another home Lonely girl who traveled many days Lonely heart that could not find a way She said, Mama It's a hard life, now you're gone mama it's so hard to carry on you used to make it all so very clean life must go on though the end is me
1: what's that song all about mama take one was recorded in february 1973
2: at the air studios in london as part of the carl wayne sessions but wasn't released until March 31st, 2003 in the UK
1: on the double-disc first light series for Electric Light Orchestra 2, The Lost Planet. In the liner notes for The Lost Planet, Bev Bevan wrote, Mama is a beautiful song and deserves more recognition. It's a shame that Carl Wayne's excellent rendition of it wasn't released, because it could have been a big hit.
2: In the April 1st, 2003 showdown
1: mailing list, Rob Tager wrote, A lot of Mama, take one, is missing. This is a true take one. The original intention was to add strings and vocals, but it never happened, sadly.
3: The first decision we're going to have to make around here is what we're going to do about Mama.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And from the Electric Light Orchestra and Related Artists online radio show... The light shines on.
4: Hi, everyone. This is Kaya Kiyama, big fan of the Electric Light Orchestra and all related artists. I'm a fan. I'm a researcher and collector of the whole ELO family tree.
0: We are kind of revisiting Mama, which uh, is something that everybody tells me that I should do is go visit Mama. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) But (laughs) even though I don't call her that. (laughs) Yeah. But the reason we're revisiting it is because along with a couple of the other songs that we've recently done, Jeff Lynn and the the non-string part of ELO, I think it was Mike D'Albuquerque and Bev Bevan and the keyboard player,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Richard Tandy. There you go. <laughs> All of them decided to try to spark up uh, Carl Wayne's career, which unfortunately none of this stuff ever got released because, heck, I'd buy it, including this version of Mama. Mm-hmm. It does have, of course, some similarities to the version that's on Electric Light Orchestra 2, simply because it is Jeff Lynne producing this. And it's Jeff Lynne's song. So, of course, it's going to still stick around some of the main chorus and all that. However... Just like the other two songs that are on this Lost Planet collection, Carl Wayne sings the crap out of it. (laughs) Turns it into almost a soul song, turns it from being a progressive song to almost a very soul-influenced rock song. And the one thing I noticed I was expecting to still have Richard Tandy's synthesizer part in there, and it's not. Mm. Instead, though... We've got Bev Bevan with some interesting drum fills where the synthesizer used to be. It's
4: a sad, lonely life. I think Carl Wayne sings this absolutely amazingly. I may even say it's a slight better than Jeff's version, which is a harsh thing for me to say, (laughs) being a fan of ELO. But I've got to be honest, I do love Jeff's version, but Carl Wayne's voice is just so so magical and I was just so amazed to hear Carl Wayne singing with VLO.
0: Now normally I know we don't do remixes and all that other type of stuff on here but really I would say when they did this they turned it into a completely different song than what would be on there. I don't really consider this a cover because it's basically them redoing it with Carl Wayne On vocals. It's still kind of Electric Light Orchestra, but for the most part, we're looking at almost a completely different song and arrangement of Mama. And we didn't know it existed when we did the original podcast for the song from Electric Light Orchestra 2. So that's why we're doing it now. (laughs) Yeah. I really like this version too. It's obvious that it's not finished. Because it does kind of cut out suddenly at the end.
3: Mama, it's a sad and lonely life.
0: God, I would have loved to hear her to finish version of this.
1: For the people who have said, "Oh no, I don't want the podcast to end. I wish it could go on." Well, here's an extra episode. Where we'll go on an extra week because of this. Because, like when Sensen said, when I was making the list of all the songs, throwing everything together. This one slipped by me until last week when he said, We're doing Mama this week, right? Uh, uh, no, we're doing Wilf solo. I didn't know it was released. I knew it was part of the Carl Wayne sessions, but I thought it didn't make the Lost Planet CD. Until I looked at it, yeah, it did. So, that's one reason why we're doing this version of Mama. But also, I think it deserves its own episode, because it sounds, other than the tune of the song, nothing like the uh, original? I'm um, yellow version because this is mama take one. I don't know which one came first chicken or the egg. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. So like Xanadu 2000 it's like a completely different song. So it gets its own episode precedent. We
0: do have precedent. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. The, yes. <laughs> and that Xanadu 2000 thing was set up from the start that we're going to do two episodes about that song as for the carl wayne version you've been following the podcast the previous two carl wayne elo and air quotes songs they were freaking awesome we, we freaking loved them it's a crime against humanity that these things sat unreleased for 30 years and it stinks that they're not the finished version because they were pretty freaking great and i bet you they would have been freaking greaterer if they'd been finished i i like it I'm not as crazy about it as I was the other two versions, but it's not bad. I think if they had finished it, they were going to put some strings on it. I think that probably would have pushed it over the top for me. Carl Wayne's voice is freaking awesome. That's a duh with that. Although, that thing at the beginning, which I thought was a synthesizer, and maybe it is a synthesizer, that blends in with Carl's voice, where he, "Ah!" That part, is, <laughs> that part Oh was I like of, that. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of made me I uh, kind of made me wince a little bit. Other than that, I think it's a good song. I think it's a really good song. I don't think it's a great song like the other ones, but if they had done a Carl Wayne album with the yellow backing and Jeff running the show Yeah, I would have bought it and I would have enjoyed that whole album if the album sounded like these last three songs. Definitely. I would
0: not say the Carl Wayne version is better than the original Electric Light Orchestra version, Mm -hmm. simply because it's not finished, for one thing. There's some flaws in it and everything, but I was halfway expecting that this would be kind of like just a dull note-for-note remake well, not necessarily dull, but just note-for-note remake of the album version just with Carl Wayne singing, and that's what got me is that it wasn't. It was really a completely different song that he put his stamp on yes, rather than it being just simply a Jeff Lynne song that somebody's singing.
1: Yeah, if this had been just, you know, they took the instrumental track that we heard on ELO2 and just Carl singing over it, yeah, my whole feeling on it would have been, well, what was the point of that? So what? He took a karaoke track and sang over it. Sure, he's got a great right. voice, but I I already have the ELO version. I w- you know, If Carl Wayne's going to do it, I'd like to hear a Carl Wayne version of it.
0: Right. That's kind of how I feel about Carl Wayne's version of that one ELO song he covered in the oh, yeah. later 70s. Midnight Blue, uh, 1982. That's what I was thinking of was Midnight Blue. That's kind of... What I think of that one is because that is kind of more like what I expected Mama to be. Because Mm -hmm. even though Jeff Lynn's not involved in that cover of Midnight Blue, it basically just sounds like they hired some session musicians to sound like A-L-O, and he sang over it. It doesn't have the same feel as these do. And, well, I think this was a major missed opportunity because I think Carl Wayne would have had his own... I don't know about in America, America's weird when it comes to this. But at least in the UK, he would have had a bigger solo career than he did. And I think that probably his trying to find what he wanted to do and not really being sure of what he wanted to do is pretty much what killed it for him. Because what got released never stood out as anything different never stood out like the moves music did, Mm -hmm. it never stood out like Electric Light Orchestra, and he never stood out from any other solo pop artist that was doing the same music at the time in the UK. Right. This three songs show that he could have stood out, but unfortunately, that's the way life goes.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
4: The thing is, I always used to think, I wonder what the Electric Light Orchestra would have sounded like if Carl White had stayed in the move and... Jeff Lynne hadn't joined because Roy Wood had the idea of the orchestral sounds in the first place. It was Roy Wood's idea. And then Jeff Lynne liked it. And they kind of worked together to make the electric light orchestra. Of course, with Beth Bevan, we can't not include him. But if Jeff Lynne hadn't joined, what would ELO have sounded like with Carl Wayne on these vocals? And I wondered this for a long time until they actually released. I never knew it existed. So they released this actual session with Carl Wayne thinking, wow, this is what ELO could have sounded like. Obviously, it would have been a bit different because it wouldn't have had no Jeff Lynne input musically. Mm -hmm. So it would have been a bit more like this, but maybe a bit more the sound of like Wizard, but not totally because when Roy Wood went off to do Wizard, he wanted something that wouldn't compete against ELO. So he wanted something that was different, but it still had orchestral sounds in it.
1: I wonder if it would sound like this because judging by the first ELO album, Hardcore heavy celloing and and that kind of stuff. Roy Wood has a very different sound than what Jeff Lynne had I think the song absolutely shows that the ELO version and this version Because it doesn't sound like anything yeah, right. like it doesn't sound anything like wizard It doesn't sound like anything from that first album. So I kind of wonder about that I've been trying to judge this song on its own just leaving out the ELO version It was hard for me to do because in my head This is a cover version. I first heard Mama in 1984, and so ever since then up until last week, that's the only version that's been in my head. So as much as I've tried to not compare this with the ELO version, it happens. I do like the ELO version better. In this version, I missed Richard Tandy's little synth transition between chorus and verse. I really like that. And the thing that really sold it for me in 1984 was that Cello versus Cello solo break in the middle of the ELO version. I just think that's dreamy. And it's not here in this version, which was a smart thing to do because, like I said... If it's just him singing over the ELO version, what would have been the point?
4: The early Mm -hmm. ELO stuff is just so different to the stuff that you do tend to hear. I mean, when you say to somebody, oh, I like ELO, it's, oh, Mr. Blue Sky. And I'm like, yeah, Mr. Blue Sky is a great track, but uh, there's so much more to ELO. And if you listen to the early stuff, it really does show. Mm -hmm. Also, Louis Clark, who passed away not too long ago, sadly. He made a massive change in 1974 when he started doing the orchestral arrangements from Eldorado onwards, and that showed a difference in style and sound as well. And you've only got to listen to his album Perspective to actually hear how much of an influence that man made to the ELO sound that became the ELO sound. But the early stuff is just so progressive. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting. When I first heard ELO 1, it just blew me away. What you call No Answer over in the States. Yeah. It just blew me away. It's just absolutely amazing. I thought, is this really the same band? <laughs> it's just so different. If you gave someone ELO one and then Out of the Blues to listen to and just gave them like a tape or something or a blank CD or untagged dampy Freezer thing that doesn't say what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would never guess it was the same band.
1: No, no. No, it, it, they, they wouldn't. And yeah, I'd, I'd say the first album blew me away after being raised on radio from the mid-70s on, but probably not in the same way that it blew you away. I was more like, whoa, at, at what point did this change from this to Can't Get Out of My Head and Telephone Line and Don't Bring Me Down? So anything else to say about the song?
4: I do think it's an absolutely beautiful song, and I do love both versions of the song in their own way. It's one of those songs, I think, that... Um, but I've got a feeling that when I don't have my mum anymore, and it's a sad thing to say, that it would be one of those songs I may not be able to listen to again. Because hmm. it's such a powerful song about how much you love your mum. And it's a sad song in a way as well. And I think that if she's not around anymore, I think I won't be able to listen to it. Got something to say about Mama? Take one, then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three
3: eight five zero oh, three three
0: seven five. 850 Call now she said, Mama, it's a hard life, now you're
3: gone
1: Mama, it's so hard to carry
4: on And I feel...
3: Alright, so we're not carrying on then. Great. No, 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 we're not doing that in this version.
2: Good hello everybody, it's me, that Donna guy behind that Xanadu thing, and here's my take on Mama. Take one. The past three reviews you've heard me generally praising Carl Wayne's turn singing in front of ELO, taking on some of Jeff's original songs, and up to this point has been a very good combination. However, we're turning a corner to one of Jeff's ELO tunes, and it's not so good. Carl has a good strong voice and I'm sure many fans will go on to say that they prefer Jeff's original version. So I see the split here as I never did like the original and prefer this arrangement. But drop off Carl's vocals and splice in Jeff's and you get a much better track. Carl's energetic tones have served him in the tracks well, but here he is first to reach for notes that stretches his voice a little too far and it is evident at the part of the chorus with the line Though the end is, wait for it, near. It is a bit much for him and this listener. Jeff has enough balance in his vocals and, being the original author of the song, knows how to navigate around his material while Carl's trying to find his footing and it's slightly off. Well, I still can't get all political here and hold this against a very good singer. He tried his best with this monster and lived to see another day and paying gig. Good for you, Carl.
3: Well, hello, this is Troy with my thoughts on Mama Take One. Well, another collaboration between ELO and Carl Wayne, and I liked it. I like the uh, early 70s feel of the song, about, like your world and I love again I mentioned in my comments on that song I love hearing ELO function in the capacity of a backup band and I don't say that as an insult I just mean I think they do a good job of it and I can imagine it's not easy for a band with the caliber of ELO to do that because even though this is only their second album They are so far being out front and center, so I really admire them for being able to function more or less as a backing band and do it very well. And finally, I love Carl Wayne's voice, and I had never even heard of him before this podcast, and I don't know why someone with his talent didn't become a breakout star in the United States and a bigger star in England, because he certainly had the chops. But as it stands, he did a very good job working with ELO. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Like it, hate it,
1: what does Madeline think?
2: Hi, guys. Today I listened to Mama, which sounded different. They're like, Mama.
1: That's a different band. That's Queen.
2: Close, anyway. (laughs) Okay. I got my retainer in today, that's why I sound weird, and it's a regular retainer too, and it's really pretty. I keep it in a black case, I got it in today, and since I took my braces off, a tooth came out with my braces, which is cool. I can talk easier with this out of my mouth. And my retainer makes my mouth water up a lot, okay. which well, is not fun. Right.
1: What about the song? What did you think of the
2: song? I like the song. Wow, she liked it. Taste the Music,
1: an electric light orchestra song by song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com/elo pod. Next week,
4: episode 168, Wilf's Solo Instrumental.
0: Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. Let me guess, the garbage truck just showed up. No. I hear something.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, are those gunshots? But then I heard a a cluster of them. Oh, right. It's the 4th of July this week. I think somebody's shooting off... No, it's
0: not the 4th of July until the 4th of
1: freaking July. I think somebody is shooting off fireworks at 1130 in the afternoon. So...
0: Oh, God.
1: Anyways, I'm Eric Paul Johnson.